the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 7 When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of unjust men perisheth. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of unjust men perisheth. Sinners have a little fun while they are alive. They then make huge plans for more pleasure and for their posterity. They expect and hope to do bigger and better things in their lives. They plan to get everything rolling along more perfectly than it ever has. Then they die. Then they have nothing. Then they are nothing. Death is the great equalizer. It rips from the rich all their wealth. It tears from the strong any athletic prowess. It corrupts the face, body, and hair of the beautiful. It removes the wits and memories of the intelligent. It neuters the authority and power of leaders. It takes from parents their beloved children. It leaves homeless those who love their fine homes. No matter what the wicked expected or hoped to do in their lives, the king of terrors takes it all away. Jesus told about a very rich man who proposed to build all new barns to hold his great wealth. And this man said to himself, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to that man, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? Worldly men arrive in life naked and ignorant, and they leave the same helpless way. Yet they waste their lives chasing goals that disappear in one second, the second they die. They see others die and take nothing with them, Yet they keep running as fast as they can on the unmerciful treadmill of ambition, greed, and covetousness until it spits them off into death and hell. What fools! Then they have nothing. Then they are nothing. Are such words too harsh? They are nothing compared to the shock of the first second in hell. In a horrible flash of understanding, Every sinner will know there is a God, that his whole earthly life was a waste, and that he has an eternity of unbearable torment ahead. He will not think for a second about his big plans on earth, for they will be entirely gone. Why do you think strong warnings about such a future are harsh? Are you also deceived? The world is insane. They set goals of high salaries, prestigious positions, large houses, fancy cars, fine clothes, the most expensive schools for their children, and other ridiculous ambitions. They may say, he who dies with the most toys wins. They chase their neighbors daily to make sure they are not left behind in the mad rush to accumulate things and experience pleasure. Then they lose everything in one second. Consider what David wrote about this insanity in Psalm 39. He wrote, Surely every man walketh in a vain show. 
Surely they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches, and knoweth not who shall gather them. Solomon, David's son, after experimenting with more than you can even imagine, added this summary. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and, behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Believe it. Consider what David wrote in Psalm 49. There the Lord ridiculed the insanity of the rich and their ambitions. Psalm 49 is a sermon to warn all men of the vanity of worldly riches. Whether a man is wise or foolish, he dies like an animal, and he cannot take anything with him. There is nothing a rich man can do to buy his way out of death. He quickly turns into a clay carcass, dumped in a grave. Yet his descendants chase the same illusion. Alexander the Great died before turning 33. His arrogant and ambitious plans of building this and doing that totally disappeared. His final words of transition were not understood, so there was no succession. His family was murdered, so there was no successor. His four generals fought over the scraps of his empire, and today Greece is a byword in the world, unable even to feed or manage itself without large subsidies from the European Union. The illustrations of this proverb are endless. Alexander the Great is only one. What happened to the grandiose plans of Adolf Hitler? Even remembering that man favorably is nearly a crime in most nations. His enemies, the Jews, are dominant in many aspects of society. What of Mao Zedong? The progress China has made since his death is due primarily to repudiating his ideas. What of Joseph Stalin? James Dean? What about John F. Kennedy? Marilyn Monroe? John Lennon? Or John F. Kennedy Jr.? Everything sinners hope for and plan for ends at death. Their expectations and hopes perish. They disappear. All they valued is totally wiped out by the King of Terrors. They will never watch another Super Bowl, attend a World Series game, or bet on March Madness. But righteous men have hope in their death, for their expectation is of another world that outstrips this world by every measure as much as light is superior to darkness. Give God the glory. The biggest fool of all is the successful Christian businessman, or the man who aims to be a successful Christian businessman, for he should know better. He silences his conscience by attending church and throwing a little of his prosperity in the offering plate. But the driving force and the great ambition in his life is the pursuit of financial and social standing. He has the only reward he will ever get, the approval of the little people who think he is a success. The Lord and all wise men know where he is going, to the fire that is not quenched, and where every man is a pauper, without even a shirt on his back. Christian, make no boast of tomorrow, for you do not know what will happen tomorrow. Proverbs 27.1 makes this warning. While God allows you to make business plans, and He expects you to do so in prudent wisdom, you do not even know if you will be alive tomorrow. So you are to submit your plans to God's will with these words. 
For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live, and do this or that. James chapter 4 and verse 15. You need life for any of your plans to ever work. Christian, the death that strips the wicked of everything they hope for brings more for you than they could acquire in life or imagine in their minds. What about wealth? You will inherit the universe. Strength? You will live forever. Beauty? You will have a glorified body. Intelligence? You will know all things. What about authority? You will judge angels. Children? You will have a family reunion like never imagined. What about a house or home? Mansions have been prepared for you by the King of Kings. Give God the glory. Christian, do not be a belly worshiper by caring about earthly things, for their expectation and hope will perish when death arrives. Be like David and Paul, who knew the life that comes after death totally surpasses earthly life in duration, in glory, in pleasure, or in any other measure. If you have been properly baptized, you buried your earthly life beneath the water to live a life for Christ in heaven, and baptism's symbolism will soon be realized. Amen.